0: On the Jacob Beer Show today, I'm so happy to have on Numb of the Loonies. Y'all have heard their big hit um, since 1995, if I'm correct. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. You?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. And where are you calling in from today?
1: I am in the Bay Area, California.
0: Interesting. So kind of near Oakland, San Francisco, that area? Yep. Interesting. So before we kind of get into, I guess, some of the questions um, about the Loonies and, you know, how y'all got started um, mm-hmm. and the big song, how how did your love for music kind of grow?
1: Well, my father was in the uh, uh, R&B group called the Gap Band back in the day. And I guess that's just where my music comes from, you know? Did
0: you ever think that you'd be creating a big song that would be heard all over, like I Got no. Five on it? You didn't you didn't think like there'd ever be that song where, you know, people from all over have heard it. You never you never um, imagined that.
1: Not at all. Not at all. Us being from the from the streets, you know, from the hood. We didn't we had fun with music and we loved doing music back then, but we didn't know that it would be as big as it, as it went.
0: Not at all interesting fascinating um so how did you kind of get started you formed it of course with um yuck mouth if i'm correct Mm -hmm. how did you two kind of form and just start producing music before the big hit i got five on it came out
1: well i was doing talent shows when i was like uh 14 15 years old um i won every talent show that i did and when he finally came to our school he said a rap to me that it was about uh Girls with Afros, and it was called Pooflacon. It was so funny. And I love the rap so much that I, I and and ended up putting him in the group. And it went on from there.
0: Interesting. So, what was it like when you were developing I Got Five on it? How did that mm-hmm. kind of happen? And I gotta ask that question, you know, because that is that's a song I was reading, I was listening. I I watched the YouTube version of it actually, not just uh-huh. on Spotify. And one of the comments said, this song reminds me of my brother. He's dead now, but this was his favorite song. So, you know, big song globally. Mm -hmm. On Spotify Mm -hmm. alone, I think I checked 440 million listens, and that's just on Spotify, so probably over a billion. Um, Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, or at least like 800, 900 billion. So that's a pretty big rap song. Like, that's on the level with, like, some of Snoop's songs, you know? So how did that song play in there, you know, compared to we
1: were we were back in the day, we were, you know, didn't have didn't have money, two kids, you know, we left, parent, left our parents' house because we didn't want to live with our parents anymore. And. I actually had five dollars and he had five dollars and we wanted to put that on a sack of weed. And that's exactly how that song came about.
0: So that, that story it. is true about it. Yeah, there's always and I ask that because there's a lot of times I ask people and they're like, I asked somebody who had a big part um, in co-founding Apple and he's like, that's false. That's not true, but that part is true then. Okay. Cause I read about that. So yeah, you know, it wasn't just, it was about $5 and weed, but it wasn't just, you know, Oh, it's like money, like every song. And actually that really is the basis of how that song happened. Yep. So did you kind of expect that song to go viral or no? Cause at the time, you know, you mentioned how you weren't super rich, you know, you were two guys left your, left your parents' house. Did you, what was that process like once it started making it on the boards? well we
1: didn't we we had no idea that that song was gonna be that big but we knew that it was a good gr- we knew it was a great song so we saved that song for two years before we actually put it out we had the song for two years we um we were in the studio and when we did the song we we're like we have to save this until we get at least a, a big company that can put us out there and that's what we did when we once we got virgin it was history after that I mean it was it was good for all of us.
0: So what was it like after that song goes? You start touring more, I imagine. Um, what was it kind of like playing in front of a big crowd? Yesterday was after my first concert I ever went to, and I'm 18. I interviewed a band. Um, they gave me a pass, so I went to the concert. And it's crazy when you're up that close, because that a media pass, and you literally hear it vibrating like that, you know? What was mm-hmm. it like for you touring, you know, um, being in front of, I'd imagine probably thousands of people at times, maybe even ten thousand. Yeah. What was that yeah. experience like being on stage with big names and singing that song? <laughs> I got five on it. What was that experience like?
1: The first time that we went on a huge tour, it was a uh, it was a tour with Jodice, the entire bad boy family, Naughty by Nature, and all those people all, all those people became good friends. But when it uh after that tour, we were doing arenas ourselves without anybody else. We were the headliners of these arenas. And one time we were in, I think it was, I want to say the Houston Astrodome. I think it's like 50, some thousand people, 55,000 people. I think that it holds something like that. And I went out on stage and I wanted everybody, I wanted them to turn all the lights out and I wanted everybody in the crowd to put their lighters in the air. When they did that, I looked up and I saw fifty something thousand lighters lighting up the inside of the arena. That's when I knew I was famous. Wow. When you can control that many people, that's huge.
0: Did your um bandmate agree, or I should say, um, did Yuck Mouth agree to that, or was that your idea?
1: No, that was my idea. So but... you just set in the
0: microphone in front of all these people, put the yep. lighter up and
1: Yep. That'll be and we did it right before um I got five on it comes on. You know, we do our other songs, get the crowd hyped and everything. But right before five on it, we always like to do something big. And that was what I I chose to do that night.
0: Interesting. Um, And then kind of what would you say is something, I guess, a positive side of touring well, or as well as a negative side? I think that's an interesting thing because there are some negatives, a lot of positives, of course, making money, you know, being in front of people. What would you kind of say about that?
1: The positive is meeting the people, definitely. I'm I've always been a I've always loved my listeners always and that's the biggest part of uh or the best part of being on tour but negative it's your health man you you're always eating fast food you're you're drinking a lot you know a lot of alcohol and if you're into the drugs thing then it's a lot of drugs also that's the that's the hardest part that's the most that's the negative part and me I, I mean one time I was I wasn't getting any sleep. I'm drinking alcohol a lot. We always stand up. I mean, and I called my wife one time and I was like, I have to come home. I mean, I actually called her crying, like I have to come home or I feel like I'm gonna die out here. So I left the tour for like two weeks. They put the tour off for like two weeks so I can go home and rest. So that was, that was that's 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 huge when it comes to your health. You have to stop sometimes.
0: Crazy. Wow. Um, and then kind of what would you say? Did you enjoy the most? What um, did you enjoy touring, being in the studio? Um, what would you kind of say if you would, had to pick between all the fun parts of being, you know, a rapper out there like that? R and B. I'd rather be travel. I, re- I would rather be traveling. Interesting. Yeah, I
1: love traveling. I love, I love going places. I love being on that bus. A lot of people don't like that bus. That bus is 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 relaxing to me i can sleep and everything on that bus
0: interesting fascinating go
1: to sleep and wake up in a new in a new state or you know
0: it's really fun fascinating and then a couple other questions i have um is um did you have maybe a favorite person besides um your buddy that you got to perform with you know at times or at different venues you know at music festivals i was at one yesterday there's always like you know Tons of artists, sometimes even in different genres that you might meet. You know, do you kind of have a favorite person like that?
1: Yeah. One person, name was Shock G from Digital Underground. That was my, that was one of my, one of my best friends, man. I miss him. He passed away uh, a couple years ago. And I used to travel with him. I traveled with him for like five years straight. That was my, that was those touring days. We're better than the Looney's turn days to me. That's so yeah. Wow. Doc G, rest in peace.
0: Wow. Interesting. And then um, would you ever consider going back out on tour or are you kind of settled down now for the most part, would you say?
1: No, I will always tour. Yeah, right. anytime.
0: Anytime, any place. Yeah. Um, I should ask have you ever been to Indianapolis, Indiana? I have. Where did you perform in Indianapolis? I'm not sure what the uh,
1: what the uh, venue was called, but we've been out there a lot of times.
0: <laughs> yeah, basketball state. If you ever stop by yeah. again, you'll have to see IU and Purdue. Big time mm. rivalry there. So, yeah. Did, <laughs> yeah. You, did you play a sport growing up, anything like that? Or was it, you know, strictly talent like you mentioned before? I wasn't a
1: sports guy. I was always into music and I was in band class and all that and all stuff like that. I, I wasn't in the. Sports really. Interesting.
0: And then kinda I got some quick fireball questions before I close out with any advice that you'd have. Um, a fun fact about you that people might not know. Hmm. I'm
1: a very I'm a handyman if you (laughs) if you put it like that. I can do basically anything. Wow. Um I like right now I'm putting I'm putting an engine in uh two different cars right now. People would have never known I could do that.
0: I'll be honest and
1: I also, also do artwork. Wow. Mm-hmm. I do I do uh, do I do stuff with epoxy, things like that.
0: Wow. Um let's see. Another question I kind of got, that's a quick one, is um let's see, favorite venue. I know you had kind of briefly talked about probably the biggest one, the Astrodome, but do you have a favorite one of all time? You know, I always ask artists because sometimes it's like the acoustics are really good at this venue, you know?
1: Yeah. You know what? I won't say – not. there's not a, uh, one specific venue, but I will say little little places, little clubs, because they're more personal with the fans. I love that. The big wow. arenas, yeah, that's that's great, of course. But the the little shows are it's more personal to me, and I love those. Wow!
0: And then I'm um, kind of the last quick fireball question I have is um, let's see, best part of being a musician like that?
1: People love you.
0: People love you. Wow! Yeah, yeah I mean, I can confirm yesterday the singer <laughs> I didn't even know if this festival he comes over, six people yell. My my uh, brother makes the drum set for you, so he's like, I love that man. So he comes over to talk to them, and next thing I know, there's like fifty five people, and he's there for like at least yeah. fifteen minutes, sounding stuff. And it's like, you know, that's what I've interviewed quite a bit of famous people. They're always like, you know, uh, the reason why we don't talk much is because that's what happens. You know, you go from just one or two people to then there's a line of fifty before you know it. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Me, I don't care about that. I love it. When they if they You'd sign want anything say, for
0: them, drumsticks, any of that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I gotta I, I mean, i one thing I will never ever do is deny someone an autograph or a picture, man. Never.
0: Well, if you come to Indianapolis we'll have to get a photo.
1: <laughs> definitely. Definitely.
0: For sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on Jacob Beer show today. One last thing I kind of want to close with is um what advice would you have?
1: be you always never follow anyone else be you that's that's what you'd say be you be you and if people don't like you so what you love yourself that's all
0: and that's what i'm finding out too with high school being done it's like all these people i might have cared about it's four weeks after i graduate i'm going to purdue in two months where are they congratulations to me thank you they don't even it's like they don't even talk to me like at times You know, I kind of cared what they thought about me, you know, because I've been podcasting for two and a half years now, you know. And yeah, sometimes I've had on other artists, you know, like Lee Greenwood and country music, but I've also had on Mm -hmm. like, you know, geeky people at times, astronauts, and not everybody's interested in that. So I'd be like, do people like that or not? Or do they like when I have politicians on? But like you said, be yourself. So I think that's very good advice.
1: Yeah. And you're, you, you, to me, seems like you've been doing it for longer than two, two and a half years. You're very, you're good. You're good at it.
0: Thank you. Well, Lil Pump said so that if he ever comes to Indianapolis, his manager said that uh, they will stop by. So <laughs> I'll put them on that. But, yeah. Appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jacob Bush. I really appreciate your advice because I think, you know, especially people my age, BU is a big thing to focus on. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing that piece of advice there. Uh, I know, well, I hope listeners listen to that part. Everyone will listen, but will they take, you know, what you said by that? So Definitely you got to understand that. that.
1: But you got to understand something. You're in high school, the when you get old, say when you get my age, you you probably have one or two of those people that you know right now still in your life. Maybe not even any. So, don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Do you. For sure.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on my Jacob Beer show today. I truly appreciate it. No problem. And um I got 5 on it.
1: I got 5 on it.
0: Thank you so
1: much. All right. Bye.